Welcome to Sister Saving Sisters podcast, conversations that heal, impacting lives through conversations that heal the soul, sharing my personal cancer journey as I dig deep and unpacked experiences rarely talked about. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Robinson. Let's pull up and talk. No matter how you feel Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Simone. Good How's it morning. going? It's going, girl. It's I'm going. blessed to be here. I'm so good to yeah. see you. Look, Simone came all the way from Milwaukee. I did. Oh, I to did. Be today. To be with you. Yeah. And to be I with so you. I so appreciate it. So this I is did. all about you today, Denise. It, well, <laughs> so we have Thank a you. wonderful guest with us today, Denise Sneed-Williams. She is a breast cancer overcomer yes ma'am i learned yeah. that word from her yes overcomer. ma'am yes, awesome. and we are so happy to have you today to talk about your book overcomer yeah and we're gonna tap into some things today and uh simone is our trauma therapist so she's yeah. gonna take us on a whole nother level a whole nother ride okay but we are so glad you are here simone let's Thank you for inviting me. I'm yeah. excited to be here. Thank I you really for accepting. Am. Your energy is everything. We yes. already feel it. We've already connected. So I'm just excited to be here again and to have the opportunity to be in this studio, to meet yeah. with everybody that's assisting us today. And their yeah. their warmth is welcoming yeah. and beautiful. And then you walk in with this radiant light. It's everything. Everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> I loved it. So I was like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be today. I love it. It was worth the drive. Hey, come on now. Wait, she walked in and what you asked her what the word was going to be for today. And she said what? Live now. Live now. Live now. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what we need to do. Touch every cell in my body. Yeah. Come on. That's what's up. So wait. So let me just let me just go ahead and say, Denise, I always like to touch on folks' bio just a little yeah. bit, so I, I always sure. like to pump up what you do. But just you do can tell thing. you can tell us a little bit more about you. But I just want to say, Denise, man, amazing sister in this journey in this fight. Thank you for what you're doing, the conversation that you're having through your book, telling your story. So this sister here, Simone, let me see. Denise has two degrees. Yes. Okay, all right, one. From Lindenwood University, yes. the other from Washington University School of Medicine. Correct oh, me. Right. Come on, hit that. me. Okay, so I have an undergrad in communications. I okay. have a master's in writing. Yeah. And then I went through the WashU medical wow. uh, program for community fellow research. Wow. Because I wanted to understand how we do what we do. Wow. Awesome. Right? So it's more awesome. than just reading. I wanted to be in the space with some doctors to understand wow. the mindset. Wow. Yeah, that's key. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So, so I just don't want to put that out there. No, that no, I'm, I'm four degrees. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. speak that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what she said and all of that to me, I heard you curious. I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm very I curious. I could have been a researcher for, for sure. Yeah, a job. Yeah, for sure. I always want to know the why and me how, too. which is why not I got just, to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I gotta that, know. Now why. look, is that how you is that how you came to writing your book, Overcomer? Because you wanted to know what you wanted to tell the why. I wanted to tell the why for me, Overcomer was an unpacking. I give journals to everybody, but yet I don't journal the way other people do. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so all of my children journal. And then when I do write, let me stop. You know I'm a talker, but I'm more quiet than I talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm very introspective, mm-hmm. but yet I just can't assign a time okay. to release Okay. When it happens, it it, it has to be very natural and authentic. And that's how 
you got overcome. It was so much that I wanted to say mm-hmm. and so much from my perspective that's misunderstood about the cancer journey. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about that piece as I understood it and experienced. But more than that, I wanted to talk about potentially cancerous situations because okay. you can be cancer without it being in your body, but it's yes, in your ma'am. mind and in your heart. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. Can Ooh. we can we go back? Yes, we can. Can we talk a little bit about you're on a journey. Yes. You go to the doctor. You feel a lump. Tell me and the audience who, who don't know. Okay. How did we get to Overcomer? Okay. We got to Overcomer by just going to the doctor. I was actually six months late getting my mammogram. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nevertheless... Uh, when I got there, you know, they did what they had always done before. Mm-hmm. You know, you have one mammogram and they mm-hmm. call you back. They want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Everything was good. Okay. Uh, it's also important that I add this piece. I was self-employed and did not have insurance. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's that's critical, mm-hmm. critical. to, to really this conversation. Is. It really is. And when they called me back, we had another mammogram and then they did the ultrasound. As soon as two people came in the room from the ultrasound, I knew that something okay. was amiss. Uh, they sent me to the breast surgeon right away, who was right across the hall. Mm-hmm. Mm. Went, he said, well, can I just <laughs> do the biopsy? I mean, it was also scary because yeah. this was a new space, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so did the biopsy. He said, I will call you in a couple of days. Well, for me now, when you hear the the saying that no news is good news, that doesn't mean that to mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything from him. And then when he did call me okay. and said, Denise, his whole energy was different. Uh, you have breast cancer. And I was in shock then, mm-hmm. and I can assure you I'm still in shock now. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna be real, real on, about it, and I love saying. the Lord, and you know, and uh-huh. I listen to Let's all say, people uh-huh. say, "Girl, you just gotta let that go," uh-huh. and all that. I'm not trying to let it go, uh-huh. uh, because it keeps me mm-hmm. at a place of paying attention. Yes. Mm. And you should forget about it. But when a third of your breast is gone, how do you forget about it? Because yes. I have to look at that every day. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Right. And so, that's how Overcomer came uh, to be. So I went through all of the treatments. I. I was going to say something that other people say that drives me. I just had radiation. Mm-hmm. So I had 30 rounds of ra- lumpectomy, mm-hmm. 30 rounds of radiation. Then I was on one chemo pill, and I don't remember which one was what, but one was a Remedex and one was a Romacin. Mm-hmm. And one, I was in so much pain that mm-hmm. I just said, I-, I can't do this. You cannot tell me part of healing is to be hurting like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the doctor put me on another one, and it was whatever the other one was, and I couldn't think. So I went to her after three months. I said, let me tell you something, girl. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you know what happens to a thinker when a thinker can't think? Mm. Okay. Next, I'm going to need some Prozac. Okay. Okay. Okay, Because I'm trying to connect thoughts and they're Uh not coming. Uh This cannot be good for me. Absolutely. Uh Absolutely. So I need you to... You feel like you were heard. Oh, no, I was heard. I was very heard. Okay. The personality that I have, you know, so I've listened to a lot of people saying they didn't feel they were heard. That was not my experience. In fact, I had my initial medical oncologist scared me. Mm-hmm. Every time I left him, I felt like I needed to smoke weed. Seriously, <laughs> he, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to, you know, put anything bad out there no. on him. And he no. is, he's accredited. He's a wonderful doctor, sure. but his energy yeah. did not match mine. That's all right. And I'm the lead of my medical team without Come having on. an MD. <laughs> Say on. it one more time. I am the lead yeah. of my medical yeah. team. Your uh-huh. own and so <laughs> one time I went to see him, and I said, "I'm just in a fog." Now this is after about three, four weeks of. Uh, radiation. Yeah. And he said, well, you know, you could have brain, uh, brain cancer. Let's go scan you. I said, we need to talk. I'm done. 
I'm done right Look, now. My whole face. I, I, just... my, I mean, really, I just said I'm done. I'm done. And so I told him, I said, what you have to remember is you went to school for this. I got a phone call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your deliverance is not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. And people do not unnerve trauma. me. That's the trauma. That's the trauma. You know what I'm saying? If you unnerve me, something's wrong with you. Exactly. That, yeah. That's not me because exactly. I can stand under any kind yeah. of uh-huh. a thing. But uh-huh. so I left him. And then I got another oncologist. Okay. And so she said, and I love her, she's my oncologist to this day. She said, well, Denise, you're just here for maintenance. I mean, why did you change doctors? Mm-hmm. I say, well, to me, that sounds like, you know, dating somebody who beating you upside the head and you still get married. <laughs> mm-hmm. That don't make mm-hmm. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It I need a wellness good. team. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It didn't feel no, good. no, it didn't. I didn't like mm-hmm. the way it felt. And who says we have to stay in situations yeah. that don't feel good? We oh. don't. And that's a trauma. And that's 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 what we want to tie into our okay. conversation today. So that experience brought on something trauma. Simone and I talked about when she said, we talked, had this one conversation before, when she said, well, where did you feel it at when I was missing breast cancer? I didn't even notice my physiology had changed, and I kind of mm-hmm. went in like... Because I was trying to ex- explain to her know. that what we understand is trauma therapists or folks that focus on and study trauma and how it impacts the body and yeah. the brain and the mind mm-hmm. and how you see yourself, yeah. how you see the world, mm-hmm. but how you think the world sees you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where do you hold the pain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, with, with diagnosis of breast cancer, you got the physical pain, right? Mm-hmm. You got the mental health piece that yeah. just you just in pain. Come on, mm-hmm. let's not even Thinking go with the mental, the mental piece. But you also hold it in your body, yes. cellular yes. memory, muscular yeah. memory. So I wanted Nicole to understand that she held it. Sometimes we hold our breath. Right. Sometimes right. we talk too much, work too much, sleep too much, don't sleep yeah. enough. It's yeah. all kind of things. But psychosomatic. Yeah. Where do you think that it sat in your body? Yeah. This pain of the diagnosis, the confusion about medication the back and forth to the doctor the appointments the telling people telling friends and family i'm looking different i'm feeling where did you hold it is that a question for me yes um i believe i held it in two places in my heart i'm very heartfelt yeah and in my mind i'm a thinker yeah right and so i kept trying to go over how do i explain this to someone and then i realized that even as a writer i can write in a picture i'm a picturesque writer Mm -hmm. okay but there's nothing that i can really say that's going to bring you on this journey because you're going to always try to tell me how i ought feel Hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was easier for me to put it in a book and mm-hmm. shut down a lot of conversations yes. because you cannot tell a person yeah. how they all feel. Yeah. And particularly, if you don't know anything about this, we Come don't on. have a lot to talk Come about. On now. We really don't because everything that you're talking about is theory, what yes. you read. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about actual experience. Lived experience. Come on now. It's lived yeah. experience. That's yeah. a completely different mm-hmm. thing. And here's the other thing because I don't want to offend anybody. I have a tendency to do that when I say this because you were supporting someone. Mm-hmm. You still don't have any information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're not going to tell you mm-hmm. everything that they feel. First of all, it's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Why? How am I to express the darkness that's in my mind? Oh, yes. Yeah. To bring you into yep. a place yeah. where you don't think that you're you have the now you have the responsibility of trying to heal something. You can't. I'm just sharing with you. Yeah. And once I recognize your response to what I said, my conversations become more mm-hmm. cliff noted. Hmm. Yes. Because you can't handle the truth. You, you, yes. you hit something you said, the darkness. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so funny because we, we've talked about, I, I would always say, and I told Simone, I had these highs and lows and I would be in this dark space. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right? right. Well, hence is why I really wanted to start this podcast okay. because I was yeah. dealing with some things, right? Yes. 
And so I felt like it was a conversation that needed to be shared. Right. But I tell me about that dark, what you just said. It, it's a darkness. You know, for instance, for me, notice the color of the background of this book mm-hmm. is black, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And the little white specks, everything that you see about this book is intentional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my daughter brought me into the black place because this is at the cover is a painting. Overcomer is an actual painting that my daughter designed for me and then okay. I just took it from there but if I for instance I had estrogenic positive breast cancer okay but there's still some things that have estrogen and soy that I like okay I'm not supposed to have sugar okay but sometimes I do mm-hmm. and when I do there is an immediate reaction to a decision that I made and so I will go to bed that night mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking about why did I do that you know, I mean, you know, like, really, mm-hmm. why did I do that? Mm-hmm. You know, you teach on this. You know you're not supposed to do this. Why did you do this? And it just goes over and over and over. It's a loop. It is a loop. <laughs> you know, and I can press pause. Yeah. But not stop. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, that's just my truth. That's I don't the know, truth. You know, but that is the truth of how trauma impacts the brain and how we process. So she's talking about specific processing. Right. I'm just going to take the, the, the psychological piece of it because she talked about the what we looping, but we okay. also say ruminating. Ruminating. It just right. keeps coming. Even when you push it back. I had it because I wanted to. So wait, what's but then it keeps what when you that thought keeps coming it keeps over and you want to say you okay. want to give an excuse for it. You want to give a reason for it. I you have see. a purpose for it. You know why you're in control. Yeah. But it's always that questioning of why or why me or why now? Ooh, come on, tell why the audience again? about that. Oh, come it's on. a room and, they, and it, it's a thing that's between you and you. Mm-hmm. Just you and you. That's it. That's so like it. she said, when she explains it to people who haven't had that lived experience, even though you both are survivors. Yeah. Y'all's experience is so different. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's you know, everybody and, and on the planet. Different. Everybody. I know exactly how you feel. Impossible. Impossible. Because you're not happy. They cannot. No. We you say know that. how you feel about yes. it. Right. But you don't know how I you feel because you don't know how I prize. You don't know where I no. was in my no. life. Right. No. You know, the traumatic part for me was I was taking my last child to school. Yeah. Yeah. 30 yeah. days before it was time for him to go to college. Yeah. yeah. I got this diagnosis, yeah. right? Yeah. And so maybe it was a little bit more than 30 days, but I do remember taking him to college two weeks after having uh, cancer surgery, one of the silliest things I've ever done. Yeah. But I had taken my daughters to school, and I wanted to take him to and school. And in your and mind, drop him off. it was a necessary in my part mind, of mommyhood. <laughs> but let me tell you, when I got there, uh-huh. I could not walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody uh-huh. had to take me around uh-huh. in a little thing. It was Wait, more. Man, I was holding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you read it, it's, it's yeah. something I had planned to do when I went to Atlanta. Okay, yeah. let me, can I just say this real quick? Sure. When I dropped my son off at school, I had a plan. Okay. I had a plan mm-hmm. to be tacky. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you <laughs> that right now. Mm-hmm. I really was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And when I got to Atlanta, none of that happened. Yeah. I was a sick sister. Yes. I dropped my son off. Some people had to come get his stuff. Yeah. I didn't decorate his room. Couldn't. I could not do you anything. You couldn't. And so when you think about how that rolls over, my son is getting ready to move again. Now, this was in 2013. Yeah. It is 2021. He said, when I move, you can come decorate my place yes, if you ma'am. weren't able to do it before. Yes, oh. ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. But that, but that meant something to him as well. It so did. Because he had to figure it all out. Yes. I, I, all I could figure out yes. is how you, how the people going to get paid. Yeah. And you got some food <laughs> and hear your stuff. Yeah. And I got to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Look, you still yeah. press through. I still press through. But we I'm do, though. But let me tell you something about black women. Let me tell you something about black women pressing through. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what talk about that mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh, let's mm-hmm. talk about that. We'll Come talk on. about that another time. <laughs> but uh, we need to do better. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the thing is, her mommy brain, I'm a mommy, you're a mom. So mm-hmm. we know that this is my baby and he's yeah. going to get treated like everybody else. Yeah. I, I feel you. He ain't even my yeah. baby, but I'm like, I'm yeah. going to, right? Yeah. We taking this baby to school, yeah. right? Yeah. We doing everything. We, we want to send them off right. Yeah. In her illness, mm-hmm. it's I've only seen black women mm-hmm. perform miracles because mm-hmm. that's what I'm calling. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're reframing that mm-hmm. yeah. miracle. Yeah. To drive him to school. Yeah. And drive after two weeks after yeah. surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your <laughs> mental health, first of all, was not intact. Can't be. Couldn't. Be. Who's doing that? But we do I'm it. I'm glad the people can't see my face. <laughs> We won't have you turn around. <laughs> we do it. And it's just insanity. So yeah. we can check it off. And now the baby is saying, Ma, come decorate my place Wait a minute, this now. is eight years later. Uh-huh. But, but let me tell you something. But my in that moment, did, did you think school. about eight years? I didn't years. think about that. Uh-uh. My son didn't finish school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after a year when I got his grades, mm-hmm. I was living. Because uh, I drove you. I off. drove you. Do you know how much money I went on a campaign to get this paid for and everything? Mm-hmm. And my son said to me. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. No, he said, listen, uh, I thought you were going to die. You mm-hmm. want me to study? Mm. Every time trauma. I called to you, you were asleep. That was another trauma. That was another trauma. That, that another I'm forcing on him because I'm trying to stay with the status quo. That was another trauma. When I trauma. actually should have allowed him space or uh, a gap year and just mm-hmm. stay home. Mm-hmm. But then that was going to be traumatic too because yeah. that was going to be too much of a switch yeah. for him to get on real. Like I need you to be real like number mm-hmm. zero yeah. on the mm-hmm. one to ten because yeah. I can't handle nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was going to be difficult too. I so can't it was almost like the lesser nothing. of two evil. I can't yeah. handle anything. You needed him to be away so that you could go through this without watching him. Him go through it, but he was going through but it. But he was going Hi. through it without me saying yeah. it. He was going through it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, all your babies all, were. All, all your family all was. They all go through it too. Yeah. Not your walk. Yeah. Their own personal, yeah. my mom is diagnosed with. Yes. That's my personal journey. Yes. That's my walk. Yes. Your baby had his too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we forget in diagnosis, in our pain, in our fear. Mm. And the moment that people get diagnosis, we have to understand that there's a fear component. Yeah. That rides however long it rides. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's always peeking around, trying mm-hmm. to let you know. I, I probably yeah. could try to mess with you again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's breast cancer or a car accident. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just that thing. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it is we don't understand that as all these parts are playing in the middle of the diagnosis, you got to deal with your daughter's emotions, your son's emotions, mm-hmm. your neighbors. You're thinking about your job. Mm-hmm. What in six years I was gonna buy a house in Tallahassee, and I was, you know, all these things. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. called flooding mm-hmm. that flood the brain for survivors or folks that are going through breast cancer diagnosis treatment and all that consult. It's like all of a sudden everything came to a screeching halt, yeah. and that side of the room, like an earthquake, hit it, and it all threw your. It belongs on one side of the room, and you yeah. you can't make the vase from the bed to the the dishes. Everything is a hodgepodge, and you're trying to pick out. Okay, this is my son. This is my daughter. Oh, this is about work. Oh, this is about church. And I told my best friend I was gonna have coffee with her, but she don't even understand. I don't even like her like she. that. Cause now I know. <laughs> like now I got breast cancer. I'm not dealing with nobody. I don't want to deal with. Like it's just so much going on it at is. one time. My daughter has had come 
uh, and one of my daughters is very zen, mm. like very zen. Mm. She came in with a trash bag, I told you this, and threw away everything. Yeah. yeah. And she said, you will not die on my watch, and then asked me for my credit card for her yeah. to go shopping yeah. to get what I needed. Yeah. People came to the house with food, and she was like, thank you, gracious, taken in the kitchen. And I was like, Leandra, I'm hungry. Can I have so-and-so bought this? She said, yeah, they bought it, but you won't be eating it. Somebody's going, I said, you can't throw any food away. I'm not going to throw it away, but it won't be in this house. And she meant that. And when, as I was sharing with him about my son, my other daughter said, who ended up being the person who took care of me, she said, I said, well, you know, Will is just so young. You know, and so she said, but you're the only mother we have too. So my son is 27, my daughters are 39, Yeah. right? And so they yeah. received it the same way. Yeah. I was just paying attention to it in a different way with my son because yeah. he was younger. He was mm. younger. So can, can, so yeah. we're getting ready to wrap up on time. Can you, what can you leave with the audience to tell us to tie in about your family and how it impacted them? So before we close it out, and then we really have to plug the book before we get ready to close it out. Okay, say that again. When you talked about your children, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your son and your daughter, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how this thing affected them, mm -hmm. how did it tie into your book? How did, how did it tie in? And then you can tell what you want to tell the audience when you tell them that and to leave them with, we need to get overcomer. Okay. So with my, my children and close friends and family, but in particular with my children, the driving point for writing this book was really to kind of bring them in a little bit closer, okay. for them to understand the breadth of everything that I was feeling, not just about the breast cancer, about the other things that kind of flow through your mind and why you do what you do. You know, sometimes we, we respond to certain situations or we're in situations and we don't know why we're there. Yeah. And then something happens, as traumatic as it is, to allow you to go unpack it to understand, oh, so this is why I've been doing mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And so I revealed that. Interesting what my first book was revealed. But I revealed that in Overcomer. The reason I believe that people ought by the book, one, is this is kind of like my love story uh, with something that... Uh, has the ability, it comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's its purpose, yes. right? Mm -hmm. But God is no respecter of person. Uh -huh. And so here I am, eight years on the other side. Mm -hmm. uh, overcomer, to not take away from any other words, you know, I've never used survivor, is we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of mm -hmm. our testimony. Yeah. This is the word yes. of my testimony. Right. You want me to... Okay. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what overcomer yes. is. Yeah. And so it's just oh. not a book that you just read. Yeah. You got work to do. Yes. So at the end, there's read work. overcomer. Read yeah. do the work. Do, do the, the work. And this is your testimony. And this is my testimony. Uh -huh. And, and we know what testimonies yours, do for right? people. And right I'm here. Very very open. Mm -hmm. And I will share with anybody that you know because people call. I can't believe you said that. Well, did I write it? Yes. Okay. So not only am I trained to write, I love to write. Yeah. And I'm good at writing. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gifted in mm -hmm. writing. And so... So do we, can we say my gift? My gift. Made room. My room. My it, diagnosis. It, my diagnosis made room for my gift. Yes. You and, know, to and what we doing up. with it? What we doing with it? What we doing with it? What we doing with it? We gifting it. We giving it to people. We turn around and we play a lot. So uh -huh. if I can, can I just say my little thing? Yeah, come on okay, and it so, out because this is. Uh, uh, we all have mantles of this. This is what I say when I speak anywhere. We all have mantles of when I in our home. Yes. When I lose weight, when I get a husband, when I get rid of a husband, when I get more money, whatever, uh -huh. whatever your whatever. win is. Uh -huh. uh, and then I'm going to do 
whatever it is I'm going to do. So a couple of, maybe a couple of months now, I read something that changed that because I'm a huge procrastinator. And it said procrastination is our arrogance that God would allow us to do tomorrow mm-hmm. what we were told to do mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So I shared this by saying, I used to say three years, but then after the pandemic and, you know, a lot of people leaving here in record numbers a lot faster, record I numbers. think because we were paying closer attention. I don't think it was a new thing. That's yeah. just my, yeah. you know, I'm watching mm-hmm. the narrative. And... um if you were told you had 12 months to live, what would you do? Mm. And whatever it is that came to your mind, I don't care if that's bungee jumping, mm-hmm. writing, singing, whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah. do that. Do because that. who told you you do had that. 12 months? Mm-hmm. Do that. Nobody. Do, do that. that. Live now. Live, live now. now. Live now. now. And can now. I ask a closing question? Yes. Overcomer, I'm so excited to really get into it. I read some pieces of it. I want to just sit down. I need a pen because I write <laughs> in my books. Yes. I want to know because it sounds like in what I've read, Overcomer is a phenomenal book for survivors, women, black women, brown women, white women, Asian, it don't matter, Mm -hmm. women, survivors of cancer, Mm -hmm. breast cancer. But it also is a phenomenal book for those of us that did not have the diagnosis of that. Correct. It is a phenomenal book for anyone who's curious about it. When you think that one in eight women will be diagnosed because you haven't, doesn't mean that you should exclude yourself Mm -hmm. from not understanding what possibilities are. Mm -hmm. Now, and it's also a piece for men to understand, mm-hmm. right? Because men have breast cancer. And then yep. if you are dealing with a woman, if you're dealing with a woman who's one in eight, then maybe you need to understand. So yeah. when she's sharing certain emotions with you, that you don't feel it is just her, you know, because yeah. guys seem to kind of, you know, do that. Yeah. You know, that's not real. And yeah. it's like, well, anytime you can go online, put in breast cancer and get about 80 million returns, that's not because it's your woman. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I, that, that is yeah. the, the purpose simplest of the, form. It's the simplest form. It is an inf- Informative yes. piece. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. That's what I wanted to know. Because yeah, I feel like it's informative for all of us. It's like, everybody it's can purchase this. It's transparent. It's informative. It's yes. a call to action. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, and where can we find it? Where can we find it? Come on now. We can find it at denisneewilliams.com. Denisneewilliams.com. Coming soon to Amazon. Hey, Denise, look, we thank you for joining us today. Having this conversation with us. Conversations that heal. The word for today is live now. Live now. Thank you so much for joining us for Sister Saving Sisters Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Subscribe or follow us in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, stay encouraged.